0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the introductory episode of Blackjack Wade's Midlife. I'm Blackjack Wade. Who's Blackjack Wade? Well, he's the alter ego of Wade, the somewhat quiet, um, I won't say introverted, but quiet in groups, um, not necessarily the life of the party, big talker, the guy getting all the attention, Um, That's not Wade, but Blackjack Wade, referring to the casino card game, uh, is a different person. Um, I can't say that I created him. He's more of an alter ego, maybe fleshed out with a a little bit of uh, liquid courage, but when Blackjack Wade sits down at third base, what we call that last hand before the dealer uh, at the blackjack table... um, I take on a different personality, and he's the talker, and if we're going to do a talk show podcast, uh, no better way to do it than to tap into Blackjack Wade and um, show that side. uh, The guy that's um, a little more talkative, uh, a little more free to share observations, um, in some cases, uh, a little bit of humor here and there. Um, but Blackjack Wade sits down at the end of that table. He doesn't know a stranger. Um, he loves to tease the the dealer, especially when the dealer's taking money from him. Um, he loves to make friends with the pit boss. Um, sometimes, uh, needle them for a, a free cigar or something like that. Sometimes not. Uh, but the point is, um, he doesn't know a stranger at the table. He has a lot of funny things to say, which I honestly don't plan for most of the time. Um, but, uh. That's who Blackjack Wade is. And at the encouragement of others, um, I'm starting this podcast series. This is the intro. Um, This is going to be focused on um, myself and really therapeutic um, for me to just talk and share the thoughts, share the questions, share the struggles, um, share some of the head-scratching observations that I make. Um, But this really came about as a result of encouragement uh, from others. And one particular person, uh, it wasn't just from one person, by the way, Um, I didn't tell a lot of people about this idea, um, but I did tell a handful of people that I trust their opinion. Um, What's the old saying? If you want want to make the wrong decision, um, ask everyone. I didn't ask everyone. Um, And that sort of relates to the Walt Disney story. He said the same thing. He said, if he shared an idea and everyone loved it, he didn't do it. Um... Because if the masses were right, the masses would be all successful, and they're not. So I had to pick a few people um, that I trusted. And I was expecting from a a couple of them, I was expecting some pushback, um, some questions like, why are you doing that? Um, But I think everyone sort of understood um, intuitively uh, that I needed to talk these things out. Um, In many cases, I may get rambling on at a cocktail party or something about one of these subjects, and we're going to touch on subjects like um, family life, work life, social life—all um, the things that relate back to these stresses and challenges that we face. Uh, and myself, uh, early 50s, telecom sales professional. Um, certainly not with a linear path of success. Have had my share of bumps and bruises and crashes and burns, um, and we'll share those throughout. I don't plan to go into. I do not plan. To be clear, I do not plan to go into a lot of detail about my history in the early stages of this podcast. I want to kind of um, introduce that as appropriate uh, because it really isn't about my specific situation. It's my situation that I've found other people uh, relating to and sharing similar thoughts. And the main encouragement for this podcast came from a guy I've known now for 25 plus years. Um, his name's Richard. He happens to be the guy that cuts my hair. I found him within nine months or so of moving to Texas. And, uh, that was 26 years ago. And, um, I've been sitting in his chair every four weeks, uh, for that entire period of time. A Very loyal guy. He's the only guy that's cut my hair in that 25 plus year window. And so you get to know a person pretty well when you spend an hour with them every four weeks for 25 years. Um, he was the one that said, uh, that I needed to put a microphone in front of me and just keep talking. Um, he's heard me, um, on many different subjects throughout. He's obviously seen me, um, age and mature. Um, and he said, you got to do this and it'll help other people. I know other people will want to hear what you have to say. So hats off, uh, hat tip to Richard for that encouragement. Hope to have him on the show someday, Um, we'll pick a subject, um, that's near and dear to him and, uh, he's got a great voice for radio. So hope to have him on. Um, but as I mentioned, one, one of the things that, um, encouraged me to do this besides the people was I had this experience, I'll call it a universe experience where, Uh, Over the course of a short period of time, maybe less than two weeks, I ran into different people I've known. Some were friends I hadn't seen in a long time. Uh, One in particular was a friend I reconnected with recently after a long period of hiatus, if you will. Um, Others were people I see on a regular basis. Um, So different subject matter, different relationship levels. And the word that kept coming out of their mouths to me as we discussed hey, how are you, how are things, you know, at different levels of of that conversation and how that can go, is the word they kept saying was tired. I'm just so tired, Wade. I'm just so tired. I'm tired. I, I wake up tired. I go to bed tired. And they knew, I knew what they meant. They didn't mean sleepy. I need to take a nap. I need to get better sleep at night tired. They meant worn out that life had kind of taken its toll, and and many of them, most of them, are around my age somewhere, a little bit older, a little bit younger. But the point was they've gotten to this stage in life, and one of the recurring themes you'll hear from me um, is maybe the stage of life, the way I view it, is a phase that I wasn't sure I would get to, or if I thought I would get there, I hadn't put much thought into it. So I'm at the stage where I have now three grown children, entering the empty nest phase. Um, My wife and I are are now reconnecting as a result of no kids in the house, one still in college, two uh, have embarked upon their their professional lives. And then we're the only ones that live here. Um, So that's brought upon some new challenges for her and I. Um, And so... All these things play together. And so as we go through these subjects in this series uh, of podcasts, that I expect to be weekly, maybe more frequently if we get some listenership feedback uh, that fuels some new ideas and and new thoughts, but I have a tremendous amount of material now down in notepads and iPads and all over the place um, for subjects for these episodes. And episode number one, that we'll release shortly, is called I Owe Her an Apology and relates directly to what I just stated about the phase of life for my wife and I and maybe the way our relationship has evolved through the years and the way I view my responsibilities in some ways staying the same, in some ways changing, and um, just as a teaser, I just tend to hold everything in. And we're going to dig into that um, in episode one and talk about the reasons for that. And hopefully uh, it does come across as a, an apology. It's not said tongue in cheek. I mean it. And I want to do a better job at communicating. And as I mentioned, this show is really primarily to be therapeutic for me to get these thoughts out, to be able to sit here and talk um, into this microphone and hopefully it's relatable to others hopefully it helps some folks hopefully as a community we can share some ideas and some maybe some coping mechanisms although coping implies um, crises or struggle Um, and maybe it is that so maybe we'll share some some coping ideas but I want to personally get back to the flourishing modes and I have to First and foremost, say, "I have not had enough uh, a straightforward professional career that was up and to the right and successful. We have had many struggles, and um we've gotten through them, still encountering more of them, but one of the common things throughout even their the struggles were times of flourishing, knowing where the goal was, knowing what the interim steps were, excited about those interim steps. Um, encouraged and energetic to flourish. And I haven't felt that in a while. So hopefully um, we can find some fuel for, for flourishing um, to get through this remainder um, of these years that gets us to that promised land we, we call retirement, which may look entirely different even 10 to 12 or 15 years from now than, than it does in traditional form. Um, maybe it's going to look different for my generation and the following generation, certainly going to look different, um, for our children's generation and grandchildren's generation. Um, in fact, I think I will have an entire episode on just that. What does, what does retirement look like? What might a new version of retirement look like, um, for those that follow? So we don't have sponsors on this program just yet. Um, I plan to make this more of a variety show type format and instead of having interruptions for sponsors, we'll interrupt with some of my personal interests and, um, maybe share a few things that might find, might maybe, uh, make life a little more lighthearted from time to time. I do all the cooking in my house. Maybe I'll share some recipes from our two inch three ring binder that we filled with recipes that the families felt, uh, fallen for over the years, and I repeat. um, Maybe I'll share some cocktail ideas. We do a fair amount of entertaining, but for sure we'll talk about some of the sports world, golf in particular. We'll talk about some stand-up comedy, and we'll also talk quite a bit about music, and I'll share some of the um, genres of music and maybe some fringe artists in those genres that you may or may not have heard of, and maybe someone you want to look up on your chosen uh, music platform. Uh, just to mix things up. So just to keep things a little bit light and variety, we'll do just that. This is not a political show, for those of you wondering. Um, Not necessarily a left-right, conservative, um, liberal-type program. There are plenty of those out there and some really good ones. Um, But as the saying goes, you can avoid politics, but politics won't avoid you. So when we do... Enter into certain subject matter it's going to be unavoidable to address um maybe the cultural pressures or the political pressures um that have put us in this situation and maybe caused um, stresses strains uh new perspectives um forced or not upon us uh, that we're that we're uh required to deal with as we uh Again, as the culture evolves, as our, as our cultural lives, our family lives, our work lives change. So um, I don't know that I expected to get to this point in my life, um, as I mentioned, and I don't know if everyone else gave it as much thought, and it seems like it might be in some ways uh, just on its face look like it's sort of towards the end, but I feel like I've got a lot more to do, and I certainly have a lot more challenges to address uh, before we can get to whatever that retirement phase might look like. So that's all for now. Uh, then, as I mentioned in the first episode, I owe her an apology coming soon. Thanks for your time. Uh, please like or subscribe, whatever we end up using as our platform here. I'm recording these before we even choose all of that. Look forward to you subscribing. It's again, everything's going to be free. So, uh, thank you again. And this is Blackjack Wade signing off.